Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. What's up, deadly people? I'm glad you're back. I appreciate you listening. Today, I'm going to share my experience about the struggle behind self-care, how to work through it, and how I prevent burnout as a creator. I'm all set up in my room. I have my ring lights all around me, and I was going to start recording on my camera, but I feel like I'm just going to focus on my recording today rather than YouTube content. I feel like I'll do something else with the YouTube content, so (laughs) I'm set up in my room again, so hopefully the sound is good. I have all my stuff with me. No, and today for the Cree theme, it's going to be adult only words, so I'll be excited to start sharing about that one. I'm not too sure what word I'm going to be picking today, so (laughs) I'm excited. All right, let's get started. I'm going to ask my main question that I always ask, how are you healing today? And when I say, how are you healing today? What are you doing today that you're working on your mental health? Like it can be small things like getting out of bed, drinking water, even making your bed. So what are you doing? How are you healing today? For me, I'm healing by setting my alarms earlier than usual because I just been sleeping in so much and I'm trying to start getting up more early than I usually do. I have my alarm set for the past week already and I've been working on getting up early and it's been working. I just have to try go to bed early as well so I don't be as tired but it's still working so that's part of how I'm healing today and how I've been healing the past week so I'm glad I've been working on that and I'm just you know I just wanted to share it with you all because we all struggle with you know our sleep schedules and it's it's good to have like that set schedule, that set routine there, you know, to keep going with your discipline, to keep going with your consistency and routine. And that's what I've been working on. And another thing is to learn how to slow down. I'm so used to being a busy person, being productive, always something on the go. And that's why I want to talk about this topic today because I struggle with self-care and, you know, I do deal with burnout. That's what I've been working on, just to slow down and enjoy the journey, you know, even just enjoy the presence as well. So that's how I've been healing. Anyways, let's get on to the questions. What is self-care? So for me, it means it's taking care of you, your mind, your body, and spirit to be like a better person, to be a healthy person. That's how I see self-care as. I'm sure there's definitions coming from Google, but this is how I see it as. Can you explain how you struggle with self-care? For me, I do struggle with self-care, so that's why I do want to share it today. The way I used to be is, you know, I used to be busy all the time where I had to manage three jobs at one point where I went to school, to university full-time, and I had a full-time job, 
or I'll just have like multiple jobs and just constantly, constantly work where I barely had any free time to myself to even, you know, give that self-care to me, especially if I'm going to be burning out or if I'm stressed out from either school or from work. I always had to stay busy. Before, when I was in my drinking phase, I, you know, was still busy. I was still managing multiple jobs while drinking. How I had my self-care before was by having a drink, by having a weekend, hanging out with my friends where I drink, or having a day during the week and having that drink. That was my self-care to me. That was the normal, you know, just having a nightcap. And it was very normalized, and it still is today, but that's what I did for my self-care. Or even just having a big band office hoot. That's what I did, you know. My, my self-care was different from how it is now. Thinking about my past now, all I ever did was drink, eat out, and work. That was my go-to thing. You know, I never really actually put self-care into myself before. It was just all coping mechanisms. I didn't know how to regulate my emotions or even regulate how to handle them. All I did was just keep myself busy. I distracted myself with all these certain things. I distracted myself by having multiple jobs, distracted myself by going to school full time while having jobs, or I would drink to avoid the pain. I would drink to numb the pain. And I would just do everything that kept me busy. I was so distracted where I had, where everything built up slowly and slowly until I, I actually bursted, till I exploded. And that's, that's crazy how I, I wasn't familiar with anything, how I wasn't familiar with any healthy coping mechanisms. That was my normal. You know, that's, that's why I refer to, you know, my toxic lifestyle, my unhealed, my unhealed wounds, my unhealed past that I didn't deal of. That's my toxic lifestyle. That's what I refer to as toxic lifestyle. So it's a big difference to how it is now. I'm, I'm just amazed with my progress. I'm amazed with my journey. I'm learning all these new things that I can do in a healthy way where I can actually talk about my shit, where I can, you know, learn where I know how to regulate my emotions, where if I have a trigger, I know what to do, or I keep learning, you know, I try new things. And that's where I struggled with self-care. I grew up in an environment where self-care wasn't really, you know, there, where I was taught how to be busy, where busyness was a thing. But in reality, being busy, that's just distracting yourself from your feelings, from your thoughts, and not actually doing something about them. You're just avoiding the problem until it comes up again. I always keep in mind though, as indigenous people, we grew up differently. We, had, we faced many barriers where we have to go through colonization, assimilation, where we had our loss of identity through residential schools, through the 60s school, 
through the passive permit system. So I think about all of that, of how it became an intergenerational cycle from when it started to how it is now and how it keeps continuing to be like that. So I have to keep that in mind. What I was taught was what my mom grew up with. What my mom grew up with is what her mom was taught. And that's from the cycle of that intergenerational trauma. And how we can break out of that cycle is finding who we are as an individual now, finding our community, finding our voice, healing from our trauma. And you gotta do it for you. Because when you heal, you're healing yourself. No other people are going to be out there healing on the same level as you, unless, you know, they're willing to. But remember, you're healing for you. You're responsible for your own healing. And it is possible to break out of cycles. For me, self-care is very new. It's still fresh and I'm still learning about it. But I'm going to be working on it. I'm going to be working on myself and keep continuing to heal. About It's been about a year and a half now since I started my journey, since I became sober from alcohol. And learning about self-care is such a learning experience because that's where I had to slow down, where I had to feel my shit, where I had to deal with it and, and not use a bad coping mechanism. That leads to the next question. How do you practice self-care and how do you prevent burnout? For me, I struggled with self-care in my drinking phase. Then when I became sober from alcohol, that's when I started practicing self-care. When I first started, I went for walks. I had challenges. So I had different challenges where I committed at least to like 30 days or a certain amount of weeks or, you know, stuff like that. I did a self-love challenge where I focused on the mind, body, and spirit. I did a fitness challenge. I made sure I walked every single day for a certain amount of periods. So I had to start implementing these challenges into my life so I can get out of my comfort zone. I stayed in this little box and just, you know, I didn't want to leave it because I was familiar with that. I was comfy there. But I made that step to get myself out of that box. I went out of my comfort zone. I learned new things. I started doing different routines. Like I was so into creating healthy habits during that time because I didn't know what they were. I wasn't used to that at all. So I did my research. I planned it out. I even organized all my stuff in a binder that's specifically my growth. It's my progress. It's all the stuff that I've learned throughout the past year and a half. And that binder holds so much growth. It, I mean, it shows so much growth that I've accumulated over the past year and a half. Just looking through that binder now, I can see how I was so focused on creating healthy habits and getting rid of my bad habits. That was my main focus. I, that was so new to me. And now thinking about it now, I'm used to that. I know what they are. And that's just part of my life now, having certain routines or certain schedules set up. Just, it's, it's nice to see how much you grew from how the person you once were. 
and that that binder is a reminder. So some of the stuff that I practice with self-care is journaling. I journal, whether that's through recording on video or through my notebooks. I have certain amount of notebooks that are all categorized and I have a specific one for like journaling, like the personal stuff, then my manifestation journal. <laughs> I just, I don't know, it's just me being organized there. So I journal and sometimes like I'll be stuck on what I actually want to talk about. So I just Google journal prompts that's related to self-reflection, self-discovery, self-growth, all those certain topics, or even inner child healing. I'll even just write about that, writing a letter to my past self, writing a letter to my younger self of how much healing I've been doing and just giving that young self all that love I haven't gotten before and all that love that I do deserve now. It's just writing through that journal. Some other stuff I got into was kickboxing. This was more so like an anger release for me where I can punch a punching bag or if I'm practicing with someone else and I can practice these certain drills, these certain combos. And I, I, I know I was doing pretty good because I had a partner there <laughs> where she was practicing her kick and um, I didn't move. Like I was so still like, and it was like a real hard kick and she just had the second look and she kicked harder and I'm like, okay, let me back up so <laughs> you don't need a kick anymore because <laughs> it was just testing my strength. <laughs> that was a good time. So kickboxing was one of my go-to and part of that was skipping rope. I love skipping rope. It was so efficient. It was there. It was, you know, very reliable. All I had to do was just carry a rope and wherever I went, I skipped especially during my 75 hard challenge. I brought my skipping rope everywhere I went just to get that, you know, those 45 minute workouts in. If I was out traveling, I'll stop on the side or, you know, stop on the road and just get some skips in. That's what I used to do. <clears throat> but, you know, it changed over time. Now I work out. I work out at the gym. I have my gym membership, but I've been lacking there. I do really enjoy lifting weights, but it's just, I don't know, going to the gym is what I, I'm dealing with, you know, just trying to get that motivation. But I do walk. I do my daily walks in the morning where I listen to my podcasts and just enjoy the presence or, into, or just enjoy, you know, what the podcast topic is about. That's what I do now. Um, what else? There's so much different things that I don't realize that is self-care, but it is. Like meditation, I meditate every morning, five minutes. I never used to before because my overthinking would always just get me so distracted. I couldn't even last like one minute. I remember timing myself before. I could not last one minute. Now, I can last up to five minutes. Five minutes is my go-to. That's the time that I use. And... I have like a morning guided meditation that I listen to on YouTube. So if y'all want to check it out, go check out YouTube. That's my most resourceful app that I use, especially when it comes to learning, when it comes to listening and, you know, the vibes are there. Another one I want to share is practicing gratitude. I did not know how to do it before. I had to actually Google it. And now I'm able to 
say what I'm thankful for, to say what I'm grateful for. Even if it's just little things like having a house, having your bed to sleep on, having a blanket to be covered up with, or even having a car that you can drive to places with, having gas in your vehicle, having access to internet, having my family around, having my mom with me, and being able to share the journey with her now. Like, I'm grateful for all of that. I'm grateful for my my TikTok audience. If it wasn't for you all, I think I'd still be procrastinating this podcast. I'd probably get still overwhelmed from the podcast or not even researching. But here I am. I'm on my fourth episode. I'm talking. I'm putting commitment to this. And, you know, and I know it's going to expand. It's just all that love and support that I've been receiving, I've never gotten from my reality. I haven't gotten that from in person. So, you know, thank you for actually listening. Thank you for making it this far into the podcast episode. I appreciate it. So how do I prevent burnout? For me, I have to look at like the early indicators of how I'm doing as an individual. I look at my place as an example. If my place is getting messy, if my dishes are piling, if my laundry is piling, and even if my desk is messy or if my whole setup starts to get unorganized, that's the indicator I see when my mental health is not doing the greatest or when it start, it's starting to go downhill. So when I see all that stuff, I'll take a step back. Another indicator I start to notice too is when I go on my phone in the mornings. So how I usually do it is I don't go on my phone until I'm done reading, until I'm done my meditation, then I can go on my phone. But sometimes when it's like in the mornings and I just go on my phone right away, I'll go on TikTok, I'll check my emails, I'll check my notifications, then I'll start my day. When I see that happening, that's when I have to take a step back again as When I start noticing all the indicators, that's when I take action. That's when I know I have to take a step back from my work and do something about it. Sometimes I'll even have wellness days where I go out and do activities like bowling. I go for walks by the river. Or if there's any events happening in my area, I'll go to that and just, you know, go check it out. Go enjoy the present. Go enjoy the moment that it has to offer. Because it's needed sometimes. Especially as a creator, you're working 24-7. You're always recording. You're always editing. And you're always creating some new content. And it's okay to take a break. It's okay to have wellness days. As long as you get back to what you're doing. But in a better state. As I mentioned earlier, self-care is still very new to me. And learning about burnout as well. But I know as I go further along this journey, I'll have different perspectives. I'll have different things that I tried or things that I'm trying. It's just part of my journey. So now I want to move into Word of the Week. And today's theme that was picked on Instagram and TikTok was adult-only words. So this one will be a fun one. I'm not too sure what words I'm going to get, but let's get it started. Let me shake it up. All right, I'm going to open it now. If that, that's the sound you're listening to. Okay, 
Whoo, shake, shake, shake it up, shake it up. Okay, I'm gonna pick one, closing my eyes. Okay, I've got one. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. Okay, I'm not scared. It's just an adult only word. I'm unraveling it. Okay, the word I got is sukesis. Sukesis, it means faster. <laughs> it's not that bad, but okay. I'm not too sure if I'm pronouncing it right too, so y'all just correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just going with what I can see. Sukesis, faster. Sukesis, faster. Okay, that's Cree word of the week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. I really appreciate it. And y'all, we just learned a new word today, which is faster. If you want to be part of choosing a theme for next week's episode, all you need to do is comment on the video that I will be posting on TikTok and Instagram about what theme should be chosen for next week. So stay alert for that video and I'll catch you all on the next episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly and I'll catch you all on the next episode.